Welcome to Talk 305. I'm Lynn Exline, Superintendent of Salina Public Schools, and I'm joined today by J.C. Murphy, a kindergarten teacher in our school district. We want to change the conversation about what is happening surrounding COVID-19 from the nuts and bolts of what we're doing administratively to make sure that students have have computers and have the opportunity to learn and have access to the internet to what really matters. And that's the heart of education. And the heart of education is teachers like JC. And so I'm thrilled that she's here with me today. She shows up each day for her students in her classroom, whether they are physically with her or whether they are in her classroom virtually. She strives to greet them with enthusiasm and love both in and out of the classroom. She's in her 11th year in education, and this is her seventh year teaching kindergarten at Meadowlark Ridge Elementary School. JC's been recognized as the USD 305 Elementary Teacher of the Year in the past, and I want to just give her a chance to talk a little bit about her classroom and her experiences as we've been transitioning to continuous learning. So JC, my first question is, um, what were your very first thoughts when you heard that our school buildings were closed for the remainder of the school year, but that we would still be educating our students, it would just look different? You know, it was it was really interesting because, at, you know, my, my initial instinct was like I had a feeling of just deep sadness. I was so sad not to be able to see my kids, you know, in my classroom, but then I felt really excited about what the future was going to hold and how how we were going to come up with a plan to teach them, continue to teach them, just not in the classroom. So I think it was a mixture of of both sadness. Like I feel like I grieved for for a while until I I could see my kids again on Zoom, and and now what we're doing feels mm-hmm. like the new normal. When I when I met with my kids last night um, on on Zoom, I thought it's so weird that that this this feels right. It feels like the new normal. Isn't it interesting? I, I you know when you see a really great teacher in action, you do see them kind of hit that stride and find a new normal with with a different group of kids or with a different environment or with a different subject. And so I think it's interesting that you characterize it that way. I also think it's interesting that you that you talk about that sadness because I hear that from so many teachers, just that lack of closure and that um, finding that new relationship with learning and with students and with the classroom in a different environment. You know, you had mentioned that the power of relationship and that has always been one of the most important things to me. And I have been just, I've been so impressed with the parents, you know, not only like of my kids, but in our community, how they've kind of stepped up because it was new for all of us and a little bit scary for all of us. But having that relationship with them has made this transition so much easier because communicating with them wasn't a new thing. You know, they were used to hearing from me. Maybe they're hearing from me a lot more, but I think that relationship has been key in making this successful. When you when you think back to the classroom that you left before spring break and your classroom now, 
what would you say the biggest difference is? Um, I actually was talking to a colleague about it just this morning. It's the, the immediate feedback that I was able to provide for kids in the classroom. It just happens so naturally and in the moment. And, and when it's virtual and, and I don't have the kids with me right next to me, that feedback still can occur, but it's, it's maybe 15 minutes after they've submitted their question or, you know, it's just not in real time. And I think that has been the biggest difference, difference for me is just not having that that ability to connect right away. What instructional strategies have you found? Um, you know, you work with kindergartners. Mm -hmm. What have you found is really effective with our youngest learners in this environment where you're not right in the classroom with them? Right, I feel like um, providing them with things that are engaging. I mean, we know, I feel kind of like I put on a show in the classroom every day. It's like I'm a I'm a, an actor. <laughs> And so I feel like um, even more so when I'm online with them, they need something that's going to captivate their attention and it needs to be quick and really meaningful. And so I think it's really made me think, um, what is it that I want to use this time for? What am I going to get the biggest thing for my buck? Um, so, so I think, you know, it's just continuing to entertain them and they don't even they don't even know that they're learning through the entertainment, but just trying to keep them engaged and excited to learn. You know, that's the sign of a really good teacher. When the students don't really even know that they're learning and there's just kind of that magic happening in the classroom, I always think that that is fun to watch. Can you tell me about an assignment or an event and maybe both in your classroom uh, since we've been at this through the continuous learning model that made you smile? Yes, so um, one of our, our reading lessons, we were learning about uh, baby animals and how mamas take care of their babies. And so we had we had read the nonfiction book and then I had given them a journal entry that I wanted them to write about. And then I challenged them to, to go out and let me know if they see any babies around in the community and or, you know, in their backyard. And I got the sweetest little picture of one of my students and it was it was a back view of him sitting next to his little sister in their backyard and they had stumbled upon three baby rabbits and it was so sweet as he had dictated um his, to his mom what he wanted to say to me about what he had seen and so i'm i'm still seeing this really great opportunity for the kids to take even what they're learning in the virtual classroom into real life and, and into their environment. And that has been super cool. And then also um, my my parents where we are staying right now have a pond and one of the, the geese has laid some eggs. And so I've been able to share with my kids how many eggs are in the nest. We've been talking about how long the mom has been sitting on them and we're waiting for them. Mm. And so I'm just sharing, I'm sharing video with them so that they can see Oh, the eggs are still there. So, so I think it's really kind of opened my eyes uh, to to different ways that I can reach them at home, or you know, just continue the learning even when they're not in my Google Classroom. It's been really cool. Tell us, um, and I've been asked this a lot when I'm being interviewed by the media. 
what does a day in kindergarten look like now? If I'm one of your students, what, what kinds of things am I doing each day? Right, so um, every day we are um, giving them a, a book to read. So the book is being read aloud to them, either a fiction or a nonfiction book. Uh, our district, before we rolled out the online learning, um, they had put together, you guys put together a team um, that kind of pared down what is it that we want the kids to learn in, in this last nine weeks and what do we want our focus standards to be. So each each day that I post my lessons, um, it's centered around those four objectives. We want them reading fiction and nonfiction texts. We want them um, learning vocabulary and investigating word meanings. We want them to respond in writing, working in text using those things. And then what I like to do is just take those those basic um, standards that we're working on and then provide them ways to enrich beyond the lesson that I've given them. So maybe art activities that they can do if they have time, um, maybe some science activities that they can do if they have time that connect to whatever text we're using. And then for math, um, they're continuing to work in, uh, we're using happy numbers. And so they're working um, through module lessons like they would in the classroom, but it's in a very friendly um, game-like format. So, you know, we're doing very similar things just in a, in a different way. Okay. So if you had to tell me the best thing about this change, maybe something that you just, that you didn't even anticipate. What's the best thing about the fact that we are, um, that we have this opportunity to provide learning in a completely different way right now? So I think the biggest um, benefit, or, you know, I've been most surprised. I thought Google Classroom isn't gonna work for kindergarten. Like that was my initial thought. There's no way that they're gonna know how to navigate this and I, have been absolutely blown away with what my kids can do. And it really kind of made me as an educator rethink even how I'm gonna use technology in the classroom when we get back into our, into our classrooms. And so I think um, just kind of pushing us off the deep end, off of that diving board and into the deep water and, and we had no other choice but to figure out how to make this technology work for our for our kids and i think that that's going to benefit not only me but i've seen it in, with my kindergarten team too we're going to be using this technology that we finally had a chance to kind of put to use um in our in our classrooms you know now from now on i you know i think it's interesting because people have asked me a lot do you think instruction will look different when we're back in the classroom? And I do. I think that there are things, um, strategies, materials that we've learned, that we've explored out of necessity that are really going to change the way we do things moving forward. And I think that's healthy and it's exciting and it's creative. And, and there's, it, there's just an energy about trying to figure out um, how to make learning happen for kids when they aren't directly with you. And so that's been fun to watch from outside of the classroom viewpoint. 
Right. It's like that concept that you don't you don't use something. If you don't use something, you lose it. I, you know, if I was using this technology, I, I didn't see the importance of it. But now that I'm using it every day, I can I think, oh wow, like how how much more can I do with this? And I know that I've only touched the the tip of the iceberg as far as as using what is available. So it really is exciting. Okay, so I, I, this is my uh, last question for you, and you talked about this a little earlier today. You talked about families and family engagement and the kinds of activities that you're providing that allow families to work with their young children. But what advice do you have right now for our families as they navigate this whole new environment of learning at home with really young children? Right, so um, before I posted my very first uh, lesson, you know, when we, jumped off last week, I, I made a video for my parents because I wanted them to know that while I was going to give them, you know, 15 minutes of reading and 15 minutes of math and then some enrichment activities to do, that I wanted them to feel um, empowered to do what was best for their own children. And so if, if their child, um, you know, just could not meet that for that day, but but for the next day, they needed a little bit more. I wanted them to know that it was okay to, to make those decisions as the parent. And the biggest thing that I needed from them was communication. So if I was seeing their, their, their kids in Zooms and I'm seeing some online activity, then I, I know that your child is safe and, and is getting what, what they need. And so I just would encourage parents to, um, you know, number one, communicate with your child's teacher, but number two, you know your child best. And um, I will just always default to that, that there is nobody that knows that that child like it's, its parent or its guardian. So, um, you know, I just want them to feel empowered to to work, work with me, work with the teachers to make decisions that are best for your children. JC, I love the way you said that. And I, um, I think that that relationship between parent and um, teacher and child is something that really does change the way learning happens. And I love how respectful mm -hmm. you are of the fact that the parent really does know the child best. And so I, your advice just as a, as a mom, your advice rings true with me. And, you know, that's the kind of partnership we all want with the classroom teacher. You know, I think you're absolutely remarkable. And I want to thank you for, um, for sharing a little bit of time with us and for being willing to answer some questions about just how continuous learning is going. I appreciate all you do um, every single day for your students. And I know you work incredibly hard. Um, to meet their needs and that you absolutely love them. And that is, it's true in everything you say. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. You can learn more about Salina Public Schools at our website, usd305.com, and by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.